The pre-med path can be super confusing. If you'd love some help on your path or on your applications, use the promo code PMY for pre-med years, PMY over at medicalschoolhq.net and get some help from some of our experts, former directors of admissions, admissions officers, other experts. We have a small team ready to help you today. Again, that's promo code PMY to get a discount on our services at medicalschoolhq.net. The Medical School Headquarters Podcast, session number 136. Hello and welcome to the Medical School Headquarters Podcast, where we believe that collaboration, not competition, is key to your pre-med success. I'm your host, Dr. Ryan Gray, and in this podcast, we share with you stories, encouragement, and information that you need to know to help guide you on your path to becoming a physician. A lot of you listening are non-traditional pre-med students, those that aren't in college anymore, maybe changing careers. If you want to go find a community of like-minded non-traditional students, go check out Old Pre-Meds at oldpremeds.org. Don't forget to go check out freemcatgift.com and download our 30-plus page report with tips and tricks on how to maximize your score on the MCAT. Again, freemcatgift.com. Today, we're going to be talking to a person who is in charge of finding students, finding people to fill scribe positions. Now, we're going to talk all about what a scribe is, what they do, who makes a successful scribe, what this company is looking for, everything that is involved with being a scribe. We're going to talk all about it. So if you've been interested in being a scribe, or if you have no idea what a scribe does, you can listen and find out all about it. And you're going to find out why being a scribe is one of the best pre-med experiences that you can have. Because not only do you get paid, but you get exposure to the medical field, you get exposure to physicians, and you start building relationships and finding mentors as we talk about. So let's go ahead and say hi to Bailey. Bailey, welcome to the Medical School Headquarters podcast. Thanks for joining us. Thank you so much for having me. Why don't you take a second and tell our listeners kind of who you are and what you do with the company that you work for? Okay, sure. Well, my name is Bailey. I am a medical scribe recruiter with Elite Medical Scribes. What I do here is typically hire any individuals looking to get into healthcare field, get more hands-on experience. We work closely with college advisors, any individuals who can help us direct us to individuals looking to get into med school, pre-PA school, nursing school, really anybody looking to gain that medical experience and get their foot in the door. Interesting. Let's start at the basics. What a scribe is. Can you explain what a scribe is and, and what they do for a job? Yeah. So medical scribes work closely with medical providers. This could include physicians, PAs, DOs, nurse practitioners, and they create and maintain the patient's medical record, documenting things such as patient health, patient history, signs and symptoms of their chief complaints, any physical exam findings, overall the entire assessment between the doctor and the patient, 
They also do things as, such as keep track of labs and radiology. This is to have the doctor focus solely on the patient with less distractions of the EMR system. EMR being electronic medical record. Correct. So you're allowing the doctor to step away from the computer instead of being behind the computer, which is typical in today's kind of patient interaction, patient-doctor interaction. You're allowing that physician to interact with the patient 100%, and the scribe is doing all of that work that the physician normally would do. Yeah, absolutely. So a scribe is essentially a doctor's assistant. They are in the room with the doctor and the patient doing all of the medical documentation to have the doctor focus just on the patient. You know, when you're in the doctor nowadays, they are typically typing. So with this, we want the doctor to focus just on the patient, you know, more eye contact and just overall assess the patient to increase the quality of their care. That's great. And if I think a lot of people think that the whole scribe philosophy is new because it's become popular these days, but I myself being in the military, I know kind of the history of scribes going back into the early days of the military. Scribing was very popular back then. Do you have some of the history of a scribe? I don't know essentially the history. I know transcriptionists were very big. And in that role, it's more they can work from home doing the transcribing. But in this, it's scribing is it has become relatively new. Yeah. So there's, again, for those listening, there's normal, quote unquote, medical transcription that, that I think most people think about. And that's the physician dictating either on a phone or in a recorder. And a medical transcriptionist at home or in an office will transcribe that note. But again, scribing, a, a scribe is in the office interacting. Now, let's talk about some of that interaction. Is a scribe solely there to absorb information? Or do physicians ask scribes to look something up in a record while they're there? Typically, they are just absorbing the information. They're just documenting everything. They're essentially just kind of a fly on the wall doing all the documentation. If they are trying to reference something, they absolutely can refer to the scribe. But essentially, they are just absorbing the information. Okay. Interesting. In your minds, what makes a good scribe? Yeah, great question. So a successful scribe typically is someone who has a passion for the medical field, really just trying to absorb any experience that they can. Typically, they can handle stressful situations well, very eager to learn, highly motivated, highly attentive, can pay attention to detail, and very confident. I think those are all valuable things for physicians, obviously. Yes. <laughs> so that making a good scribe uh, seems appropriate. When you're out recruiting for scribes, what are some, besides those qualities, what else are you looking for in a scribe? Are you looking at like academic records? What else are you looking at? Really, I look at their past experience. If they have volunteer experience in a hospital or clinic setting, if they're in student organizations, in what student organizations would those be, whether it's pre-med, pre-PA? 
And then the status of those organizations, whether it's more of a leadership role or just a participant, I think those are really big. And then what classes they are taking, specifically anatomy, physiology, medical terminology courses, things like that would all be successful scribes. Interesting. It's funny you mentioned that. And I, for some reason, I never really thought about having that medical background to begin with to be a good scribe, but it makes sense to be able to know what the the doctor is talking about. Right. Interesting. Is there a typical demographic for scribes? Are, are they mostly college students that you are trying to recruit? Or maybe your company just recruits college students, but are there adults that are scribes? Yeah, absolutely. We take our traditional candidates, we would say, were the pre-med, pre-PA college students. However, we do welcome all candidates who want to get their foot in the, in the door to healthcare, whether that's a career change or anything like that. So we, we definitely have adults who are scribes as well. Okay, very interesting. What is a typical schedule look like for a scribe? Is there a lot of flexibility? Again, with the majority of people listening, they're either full-time students or part-time students working full-time, trying to get back into to a second career as a medical student. How much flexibility is there as a scribe? It all depends on the setting of the scribe program. Whether it's a clinic, those are mostly day positions, nine to five. However, it's, if it is an emergency department, those are later shifts as well. So we do have some that are like five to 10, three to 10. So it all depends on the setting of the program. Okay. So there are, if if I want to work in the emergency room, there's the possibility of working an overnight shift? Possibly. It all depends on what the physicians need. So we always go over that with the scribes to see if that works with their schedule. If it doesn't, we completely understand, and then we would then reach out to them if a position does change. Typically, the emergency department positions, they have morning, midday, afternoon, evening, and then overnights. Okay. Lots of exposure. Yes. When you get feedback from your scribes, if you get feedback, is there a specific setting that they like more than another? I think it all depends on their preference. Some really enjoy the ER because they want to be an ER physician. Others enjoy being in the hand and foot orthopedic location. It really depends on their preference. I do know a handful who enjoy the fast-paced environment of an emergency department. They see things that typical students wouldn't necessarily see or typical anybody trying to get into the healthcare field in the entry-level position would not see. So I know a few that enjoy that. Otherwise, we do have many other specialties that really hone into what people are interested in. Once a student is placed or, or a scribe is placed somewhere, do they have the option of changing environments if they want to try to rotate around and get exposure to different settings? Absolutely. However, it would depend if we have a location that they could go to with open shifts. Okay, very cool. Let's talk about some of the training that is involved with becoming a scribe. Once you find a candidate that you think would make a good scribe, what sort of training do you send them to? Yeah, so we have, every scribe has to go through 11 online modules 
online, so in the comfort of their own home with scheduled discussion calls with the trainer. And then following that, they do have five on-site, one-on-one progressive training. So all of the training and credentialing is covered through our company. I know I can't say for other companies, but then once they get through the entire training process, they then begin to accrue pay. Okay. When a student is in a, in a setting and they're, they're learning how to be a scribe, I know from a physician's standpoint, there's a million and one different EMRs, electronic medical record systems. Are your scribes using a specific system just for you guys, or are they needing to use whatever the clinic is using or the hospital is using? They would need to use the EMR system that the hospital or clinic is using. And we provide all the training for those EMR systems. Wow. So you guys need to do all the training for all of those other ones. Correct. Wow. Interesting. What do you think is the hardest part of being a scribe? The hardest part, I think, would be it is a pretty big learning curve. You are learning a lot of information in a short amount of time. And then I do think the ability to handle stress, you do need to keep up with the physician, and that could be pretty challenging. Do you ever get feedback that physicians get frustrated with the scribes? I mean, here and there, it is pretty rare, but we do whatever we can if they need to provide more training or anything to make sure that does not happen. So as a physician myself, I've seen physicians not be very kind. Are, are there situations where you almost fire a physician because they just don't get along with scribes? Absolutely not. Um, (laughs) (laughs) Our physicians are who we have the contract for. So, I mean, if they don't necessarily fit well with a scribe, we would do our best to find a scribe that would be a good fit for them. Okay. Good answer. (laughs) (laughs) I'm sure there are plenty of physicians that get fired by scribe companies, though. (laughs) (laughs) I don't know about that. So we talked about some of the different settings, being in a clinic, being in the emergency room. Is there ever a position available for an operating room? Yes. So we, depending on your relationship with the physician, you can shadow a physician in the emergency room, or I'm sorry, not emergency, operating room. We do have some inpatient and outpatient locations where they can be in the operating room. Okay. And they're actually working as a scribe in the operating room. Correct. Interesting. Very cool. I'm sure there's there's a lot of excitement around that for students. Yeah, absolutely. I I have a scribe that I know with our company. She works at a hand and foot location and typically she just works in the clinical setting. However, the physician it was doing a surgery on a foot and just asked if she'd like to join just to see it. And she went in on her day off and was able to just oversee a surgery. That's awesome. I I know one of the biggest hurdles for pre-med students is finding that shadowing opportunity. So being a scribe to begin with, getting paid to hang out with doctors and get exposure to the medical field, and then building that relationship leading to shadowing opportunities is is a great uh, example of how to get shadowing opportunities. Yes. Do you have any success stories of a scribe building those relationships and using those relationships to help catapult them into medical school? 
Yeah. A lot of our, a handful of our scribes have gone on to med school, PA school, or nursing school. And they said that this position has allowed them to obtain those letters of recommendation they wouldn't necessarily have. I mean, these are great recommendations. Like this individual has been working with me for two years. They're so reliable. Rather than having your neighbor who's a doctor just write you a letter of recommendation. (laughs) So there's that. There's just the ability to build a network of medical providers at such an early start and gain those mentors that you could have for a lifetime. Yeah, and that's awesome. That's something we've talked about a lot. Building the relationships, getting mentors. I think a scribe position is an invaluable position to not only get the experience, the exposure to medicine, but also show your work ethic to a physician to build that relationship, build that trust, and and get a super strong letter of recommendation when it comes time. Yeah. That's great. Is there anything that actually I I was going to ask you if there's anything I didn't ask, but there's one other question that I'm sure many pre-med students are wanting to know, and that's what maybe is average pay, at least for your company, for a scribe? Yeah, I would say that the average pay is comparable to other part-time college positions. We do look at this role as less of a job and more of an opportunity or a stepping stone to get into their designated school. So I would say close to, I mean, just an entry-level college position. However, if pay is something that they are looking for, we do have many advancement opportunities that do warrant a higher wage. And what would those advancement opportunities look like? So we do have a chief scribe position and these the advancement opportunities are more full time. So let's say we have an individual who's been scribing f- during their senior year of school and then want to go through a gap year. This would be a great role for them. So chief scribe is where you would be the lead scribe at the location. It is full-time, so you'd be working 30 hours as a scribe and then 10 hours of management duties, so creating the schedule for all the other scribes, conducting second interviews, training incoming individuals, onboarding new scribes, and then doing performance reviews. Otherwise, we do have another position. It's called an implementation specialist. So if anyone is has experience of being a scribe, and are interested in traveling, this would be a great opportunity. They fly all over the United States nationwide, implementing new scribe programs on our dime. So we would pay for their airfare. We would pay for their lodging, whether that would be a hotel or an apartment, while they are implementing these these scribe programs. Interesting. So it's new clinics or new hospitals that want to bring on a scribe program. Yes. That's cool. That's a great gap year. Yeah, I Um, think so. Yeah. And even the chief scribe, uh, we talk a lot about extracurricular activities and leadership positions. So you're not only getting paid to get that exposure to build those relationships, you're in a management position, learning all of those leadership skills, which are essential to being a good physician, being a good team player and, and look great on an application. Right. Awesome. All right. What else did I not ask about scribes? should our listeners know about? I would just say, compared to volunteering, although that is great experience, it is more limited. And then same with shadowing. 
here you get more hands-on experience. You actually get to see how a doctor thinks. Whether you're working with one doctor or multiple doctors, you get to actually see their thought process of diagnosing a patient. And if you are working with multiple providers, you can see all the different ways that providers think. So I really do think it's an invaluable experience and really experience that anybody interested in going into the medical field wants to do. They get more insight of what a provider does throughout a day-to-day basis. That's awesome. So Bailey, let's talk about elite medical scribes and where you guys are located or where you guys have sites looking for scribes. Yeah, absolutely. So our corporate office is located in Bloomington, Minnesota. We do have locations in 27 states. However, we do focus more regionally. So we have locations in California, Colorado, Massachusetts, down in Texas, and then the Midwest. So we're really all over the place. And we're really just wanting to give the opportunity to any individuals looking to get in the healthcare field, along with helping the providers focus more on the patients to overall just enhance the quality of patient care. Okay. And how can a student that's listening to this, how can they find out more about applying for a scribe position with you guys? They can go to our website at EliteMedicalScribes.com under the careers tab and see if we have a location in their area. And if we don't, there is just a general medical scribe portal that they can go to. And if a position does become available in their location, we then pull their resume. Interesting. Do you guys ever interact with pre-med clubs at universities? Yes. We try to reach out to all of the pre-med clubs, pre-med advisors, college counselors to speak to them, to set up career fairs, to just set up tables where anybody interested can come speak with us. Awesome. So if you're listening to this and you're the the president of your pre-med club or in the pre-med club and you haven't heard of Elite Medical Scribes and you haven't had this exposure, reach out to Bailey and and hopefully they can get something set up for you at your college. Absolutely. You can email us at jobs at EliteMedicalScribes.com and then we can see if we have a location and reach out. All right. Again, that was Bailey from Elite Medical Scribes. Dot com. If you're basically anywhere in the U.S., it sounds like, and you want to find out if you can be a scribe, go check them out. Again, EliteMedicalScribes.com. Let them know you heard about them here at the Medical School Headquarters podcast so that they know that their time here was well spent. If you liked today's content, please think about leaving us a rating and review in iTunes at Medical School HQ. .net slash iTunes. This week, we don't have any new ratings and reviews to share with you, which kind of makes me sad. But you know what? We have over 280 five-star reviews, which is phenomenal. And when you leave us a rating and review, it bumps us up in iTunes's algorithm so that more students can find us. And again, this is all about collaboration. So help your fellow pre-meds find this podcast if you have found it useful. Again, medicalschoolhq.net slash iTunes. If you have any burning questions or desires that you want to talk about here on the podcast, any topics that you would like to hear about, you can shoot me an email, ryan at medicalschoolhq.net. 
Say hi to me on Twitter. I'm at Medical School HQ. Or find us on our contact page at our main website, medicalschoolhq.net. Tons of ways to get in contact with me and ask questions. We are always looking for great ideas for new podcast episodes, so feel free to reach out. Again, I hope today's interview and information will help better guide you on your path to becoming a physician. And as always, I hope you join us next time here at the Medical School Headquarters. 